I'll be reading the media and uh, I've been told that, you know, there's a lady that has been kicked uh, and it happened that, you know, the person that was kicked was Mr. Sabela Maziba, uh, whose uh, age is 32 and uh, he had head injuries but was treated in the hospital and uh, discharged. Uh, the only lady that was recorded to, reported to us was one over the drinking limit, you know, and uh, sent to the hospital. He was sent to sleep over in the police station and she was released, you know, uh, yesterday morning. And the name of that person was Toby Lengo. So I thought I was clear that part first. Uh, before I can speak, but also to indicate that, you know, uh, in terms of the patients that were transported to the hospital, was one innocent Mkise, male of 28, with head injuries with deep lacerations to parental region, and the Kumbulani Kwabe, age 40, uh, chest trauma and injury on the right eye, the security officer, and Mr. Sabino Maziba, which I've already mentioned, Sitle Mapega, a male, 28 years old, uh, with head injuries. Uh, Vali Paula Sibaya, male, 22, fracture right hand and uh, side finger. Uh, patients that were treated and discharged in the stadium uh, room is Howard Mutlong, male, 41, deep lacerations to the frontal region. Funum Tetra, male, 37, head injuries. Dilani uh, Ndovu, male 28, head injuries. Begani Zindera, male 31, hematoma to frontal and lacerations to the neck. Sibutiso Mazibugo, male 45 years old, pains to left arm with abrasions. Vogani Butele is a male 33, pains to lip, fever and back pains. Bagabantu Trele, male 29, chest trauma. Moses Mungoni, male 36, head injuries. Zondile Zikali, male 38, facial injuries. Kelabantu Kaele, male 43, head injuries. Banjagai Ise Kono, 48, general body pains. Konzeni Bengu, male 39, open abrasions to the left knee. A non female around 35, that is a lady I've already mentioned, that was intoxicated. It was a Semelani, male 26, pain to the left arm. Spongisane in the Monday, male 51, deep desolations uh, at the uh, left foot. Uh, for the record, at this point, uh, nobody is deceased. Uh, the league uh, is shocked. Extremely concerned about the acts of serious violence and criminality that occurred after the final whistle at the NetBank Cup final between Kaza Chiefs Football Club and Free State Stars Football Club at Moses Mapida Stadium on Saturday night. It is an gentleman from the outset. I want to make it loud and clear that there is no place, no justification for violence in football or in our society no place. The damage that these senseless acts of violence cause take more than a generation to correct. These acts are not coincidental. 
They're deliberate, premeditated, and orchestrated by people whose aim is criminality and an infringement of the majority who are peace-loving and law-abiding. We have called this media conference to publicly apologize to the nation and bring all the stakeholders up to date on the status of the events following the violence in and around Motsumabida Stadium on Saturday. We apologize to NetBank, the tournament sponsor, and all the sponsors associated with the clubs and the league. We apologize to those that were injured. We apologize to the broadcasters, SABC and Supersport, and attack uh, of the media and damage of equipment and acceptable criminal acts that should never be tolerated. It is therefore important in our addressing of these events of violent incidences that we take into consideration the motive and irreparable harm that these criminals seek to inflict on our football and society. I'm deliberately and consciously going beyond football because there is a tone of intolerance and violence that is on the rise in our country right now. The imagery on television and in newspapers is not good for our nation, both domestically and abroad. The recruitment for participation by society on social media in a manner that seeks to justify violence is dangerous. If you do not stop this rising tide of destruction, it will destroy the fiber of our nation. It is particularly important that the perpetrators of this violence are not seen to be getting away with the criminality they inflict to the majority that is peace-loving and law-abiding. Condemnation by ways alone is not enough. Action, both preventative and remedial, is crucial. From the PSL side, I would like everybody to know that these incidents are happening at a time when the PSL executive is in discussion with the political parties and the executive branch of government with a view to forge an understanding by the law and policymakers in our country of our business, its contribution to the economy and the well-being of our people and the challenges we, we face. Key amongst the challenges we face is the security at matches as regulated by the Safety and Sports and Recreational Events Act the South of 2010. Let me say right up front that the league takes its general and legislative responsibilities to, among others, ensuring the safety of the law-abiding, validity-holding members of the public, players, officials, match support staff who are present at league-sanctioned professional matches very seriously. At this juncture, it would be premature of me to comment in details on the set events of Saturday night, including the reasons for it. From the league's perspective, there will be a thorough and expeditious investigation into the incidents at Moses Mapita Stadium, including the events leading up to it. In terms of, among others, the league's administrative misconduct and prosecution procedures. That all being said, what the league is prepared to state now is that it has the following is identification of a disturbing recent and increasing trend of serious acts of criminality and public violence by criminal elements at high attendance local professional football matches, particularly involving teams with large supporter bases, recently taken a number of official steps. The first of these steps, as part of the league's commitment to improving public safety at local professional football matches, was to embark on a public safety and security enhancement project. 
This project is aimed at assisting and further empowering member clubs and the league, particularly those officials responsible for safety and security in a clear manner in connection with their legislative responsibilities to secure the general public who attend their home fixtures at their chosen home revenues. To this end, he has recently appointed our country's leading private sector major risk and compliance legislation advisor to professionally assist with it in its task. From the 16th of May to the 20th, uh, all the blocked in groups uh, where these things are taking place. And the second step of it is taking some time in June until late, you know, early in January, July of this year. The more important steps taken by the league, however, having noted the disturbing increasing level of criminality and public violence at certain local professional football matches, was a recent official engagement by the league with our new Honorable Minister of Safety and Security and Sport. The meeting was held on the 29th of March 2018 with the Minister in his capacity, among others, as a custodian of our country's legislation which regulates public safety at events, the Safety of Sports and Recreation Affairs Act of 2010. It was held here in these offices of the PSA. It was agreed at this meeting that follow-up meetings would be held as part of the commencement of a joint process to address the serious public safety matters that were discussed and raised at that meeting. At that meeting, the League, among others, raised as its very real concern regarding its view that the increasing levels of violence in our society were manifesting themselves at a certain high attendance professional football matches involving elevated risk levels. The league is also grappling with the issue of culpability of member clubs when such serious criminal incidents occur at PSL certain matches. Is the member club or the league, for that matter, responsible for the criminal acts or acts of public violence or worse on the part of non-compliant spectator just because he or she is wearing the shirt of a club of concern? By far, the majority of the tens of millions of football uh, supporters attend football matches are peaceful law-abiding and fun-loving citizens. It is the league's view that the criminal element which hides among these supporters, a relatively small number, must be identified, arrested and prosecuted to the full extent of the law by the authorities. Spectator exclusions notices must be issued by the police in terms of the Sassaria Act. If we want to really deal with this problem, a strong message must be sent out that such criminal behavior which puts the lives and property of law-abiding members of the public at risk. The authorities have the leagues and its member clubs utmost commitment to assist where possible. The authorities with the identification of this criminal element which is smashing our country's name and bringing the beautiful game of football into this issue. It cannot be allowed to continue. It is a fact that public safety risk and local professional football matches, events around the country has been escalating and it was incumbent on the PSL in its capacity as both controlling body and occasionally event organizer, league-sponsored knockout tournaments such as the Netbank Cup to bring to the attention of the Honorable Ministers having involving aspects of the administration of the Act by the SAPS, which in its considered opinion are impacting negatively on the compliance with Australia. In particular, the league also raised certain false regarding the consistent practical implementation of SASREA by certain components of the SAPS, and I do not generalize here, as I recognize that there are pockets of excellence 
within the state security major event security environment, and local professional football matches. Among others, the following matters which may have relevance regarding the shocking and disturbing events on Saturday were raised by the league with the minister. One, failure by the authorized member and invoke commander of ASAPS to deploy adequate policing, deployment of state security service officials, commiserate with the match risk faced it is regulated events as contemplated by Section 24 of Lack of budget resources and payments of overtime are often given as reasons why such officials and travel systems are not available. Two, in this regard, it must be noted that the SAPS has a legislated responsibility in terms of both Section 205 of our Constitution and SASRIA to provide adequate policing for medium and high risk football matches in the form having regard to the SAPS categorized risk for that match of necessary security measures and deployments. This is why SAPS officials chair Event Safety and Security Planning Committee, avoid commanders and in terms of SASRIA retain ultimate authority and to direct measures leading to safety and security at professional matches. As we know, Section 205 of our Constitution places a responsibility on SAPS to, among others, prevent, combat and investigate crime, to maintain public order, to protect the general public and their property, and to uphold and enforce the law. Four, insufficient number of strategic deployments positioning of experienced South Public Order Unit members at matches where a known escalation of safety and security risk has occurred in the lead-up to match, such as the match on Saturday night. Five, in the event that the subs to its authorized member has reasons to believe that they cannot provide adequate policing for a medium or high-risk categorized football match, such as where multiple events are being hosted in the same jurisdiction. They are obliged to immediately advise the league and the member club involved with a view, among others, discussing the possibility of postponing the match until the such match there is a position to do so. We remember Saturday there was a big event next to us. It was a rugby match, the Stormers were playing, and there was another one, the Grand you know, White Parade that was also taking place, which I don't know how it impacted. That's why we're waiting on the report on that one. Event and safety security planning committees are often left hanging in the air till the last moment as far as the confirmation by a sub-authorized member or work commander regarding the number of sub-officials that will be deployed to provide adequate policing at matches. Unfortunately, this often occurs in professional football matches such as the one held in Muslim Beach on Saturday. Reluctance by subs to amend event risk categorization for large capacity league and member club matches from medium risk to high risk when pre-event risk circumstances have changed. High risk categorized matches require, among others, much higher levels of state security involvement. Eight, a reluctance on the part of the authorized member, for commanders, and sub-officials deployed on the ground at football matches to enforce the criminal provisions of the Act. In the criminal law in general, peace invasions, public violence, malicious damage to property, set of counterfeit and complementary tickets at stadiums, venue, failure to abide by directives of the uh, ESSPC and work officials attempt to open or force emergency gates, set of counterfeit merchandise, ambush marketing, high levels of public intoxication, violence between spectators, freedom of measures, etc. Nine, a reluctance on the part of authorized members and of work commanders to call for and issue provision notice in section 21 of the Act and exclusion notice in section 22 of the Act. With the league's knowledge, there has not been an issue of one of these notices with respect of problematic spectators or groups of spectators 
on the existence of unsafe public safety conditions at the stadium or venue since the inception of the Act eight years ago. In many cases, authorized members and VOC commanders are not ensuring that proper event-specific ESP planning, event safety, safety plans and VOC plans commensurate with the event risk categorization for a match are being timelessly prepared and secured by key ESP role players, including the subs as required by SASRIA. Such planning and the required ESP meetings are often left to a very late stage. In many cases, authorized member and VOC commanders are not ensuring that proper timers, event specific pre event risk assessments are being prepared as part of the planning of the event and safety and security plans in respect of regulated medium risk categorized events. These assessments are often left to the eve of the match. An increasing and incorrect expectation on the part of subs, authorized member, and VOC commanders that the private security and safety stewards, which the league and member clubs are required by law to deploy popular football matches, must carry out the constitutional and social responsibilities of the subs. From the league's perspective, once crime or acts of unlawful public violence are being committed in their presence, the subs are required to be properly prepared for and for immediately to act. It must be remembered that private security officers are not peace officers. They do not have the powers of arrest. They are not specifically trained to maintain public order and to counter public violence as such public order policing units are. The league looks forward to its further engagement with our government in order to jointly collaborate to find solutions and bring an end to this unfortunate recent trend of escalating criminality and violence at local football matches. We are the biggest event organizers in the country. The attractiveness of our events is dependent on the safety of our supporters and fans, the sponsors and broadcasters who make football accessible and affordable for its followers will stop the association and participation in football when it starts to tarnish their brands. We, the leadership in football, treat every incident seriously because of our recognition of the consequences. Then I leave this to the media if there's any clarifications that you require. I'm prepared to answer every question.